guide, your concierge, your spiritual leader on this adventure, this journey that you're having into BDSM kink and fetish. Here on Everyday Kink, we will talk to creators, providers, insiders to give you the inside scoop on this lovely journey that we're having. You'll get some tips. You'll get some advice. You'll get some ideas. But above all else, you'll get some great conversation. So stay tuned. We're back with another episode of your favorite podcast, or at least your favorite podcast that you don't want to admit that you listen to because you don't want people to judge you, but let them judge anyway. This is Everyday Kink. And once again, for number three, for number three. Third time's a charm. It is. I mean, all of them have been a charm. All of them have been a charm. (laughs) We have the very lovely Meredith. And here's the cool thing. Here's the cool thing. We're doing this interview after Valentine's Day. (laughs) At the beginning of Women's Month, <laughs> and Meredith, if you guys remember from the last interview, has gone through this change. It's been a journey. Sure. And it's so amazing that we are doing this interview right at the cusp of this change. Love is dead. Love is dead. <laughs> love kidding. is dead and freedom is alive. Freedom, yes. You could love and be free. You can love and be free. I think. I'm, that's what I'm figuring out. I mean, well, that's that's the whole point of yeah. this journey. So well, let's let's start off with it. Okay. Please explain to the people what is the new status. So I am officially single as of Wednesday morning. Nice. Yeah, which is you know new, I guess, kind of. I've been living the single life since you know we mutually agreed upon the decision to separate, but now it just feels like. Less official, shameful, official? I guess. It's official, official. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's all good. We we went to a cute little brunch after uh, we signed the papes. Place to be, really. It's a good place to up. go to. That's True, nice French toes. Nailed cool. it. I was like, I'm not eating carbs this week. I have a photo shoot. And then I was like, I'm going to fuck up some churro French toast. And fuck it up, I did. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so now I'm just uh, in the process of looking for jobs and apartments, which is very daunting to do yes, nowadays. At the same time, with kind of a time pressure and nary a penny to my name. So. So that means if you guys love a little bit of trivia, <laughs> you love having a little fun. We're gonna post some links. So we can bring some business your way. Yeah, I'm not paid on commission though, so the less people at trivia, the less hard I have to work. So maybe don't come to trivia. Right, maybe not come. But it's if you're a flat rate. If you're a photographer looking for a model, <laughs> okay, we're gonna get, we're gonna get this. Yeah, we're gonna kick this thing off. I'm not at OnlyFans status yet, but it's a, it's a not yet. We're, we're always we're, in the back of my. There mind. you go. It's always a backup plan. Always a good backup plan. So how 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 does it feel now? Now that you've You've gone through the journey. You've gone through the process. Mm-hmm. You're at this point now where, yeah. you know, I think it was amicable. I yes. think that's how it goes. Yes. You got that split out the way. Yeah. You guys are on good terms. Mm-hmm. 
How does it feel now for who you want to be? Yeah, I mean, since it's like suddenly, you know, it was just kind of a vision and a thought for so long and now it's actually real. So that part is kind of frightening and daunting, but I've known all along and I still know now that it's the right thing to do and it's going to take some time. I feel like things are going to get worse before they get better, but I... I'm sure they will get better. So also, like, I need to go through some shit, I think. Well, to be fair, this year has really fucked me in the ass, but... And not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I just mean, like, struggling on my own, like, find a different shit. Like, normal human You need to start shit. your journey. Yes. Your, your, yes. So it can, like... I always say, when you go through stuff like this, you need to... St- run through your little issues and your problems and your struggles and your obstacles so you feel like you're starting your... We don't say your own journey. We say your new journey. Your yeah, new journey Normal people life. problems. Yes. That I need to learn how to navigate as an adult human. Now, do you feel like... Because you were pretty free and open through all of this. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like now with this quote-unquote weight lifted off the shoulders, there's a newfound freedom and identity that you're kind of like... It, feels look i know you're saying that you don't have to you know hide behind it now it feels like Mm -hmm. because i feel like now it's like open it's in there and you can like pretty much be yourself without any restrictions yeah i mean i'm still you know there's always like the mental history of whatever repression is happening inside of you so that's you know something i'm still working on but there is a twinge of like more freedom and outgoingness that came with actually signing the papers, even though we were basically living that life. Anyway. The whole, yeah. But now, I don't know. Like, I'm not the type of person everyone's like, are you throwing a divorce party? And I'm like, that's so rude. Like, if anything, I would contemplate throwing a newly single party. However, since I'm now poor, I don't have the funds to do such a thing. So... You know, I'm also, like, not... I've been going crazy and doing my thing, and now that I'm sort of on my own and trying to get all my shit together, I'm almost, like, more responsible in the time when people would be going nuts. Like, my friend, my financial advisor, actually, I was talking to this morning, and he was like, did you just party your ass off? And I was like, no, I went to bed. I'm learning slowly how to be a person. Listen, I'm sometimes my going way to in. bed is the best way. Yes, 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 yes. Not to say that I'm not still a maniac, but, you know, trying to keep somewhat of a balance these days. So let me ask you this, because I know people are going to be like, okay, what's, what's the stuff we came here for? <laughs> Don't worry, I, I'm, we're going to get salacious and spicy, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start right. off with this. Hit me. So how do you feel like this will affect you on this new sexual body mind state identity quest that you've been slowly starting to Mm -hmm. get yourself on yeah i mean i think it just warrants a little bit more freedom and a little less self-doubt in that regard i've been open to it but now i think even more so and i'm not necessarily against anything but i feel like i need some sort of spirit guide, which I have not yet found. I think I was going to tell you I went to um, 
a Ropes 101 course. Yes, I remember your friend went. <laughs> hosted at uh, Ryan Reed's studio. And I knew this was going to happen because I'm a child and I warned him ahead of time. I was like, just so you know, I will be fully disruptive. I'm not doing it on purpose, but I am a little kid. And that's exactly what happened. Basically, rope tying is a lot harder than it looks. And I fucked up the first knot and then just it was all downhill from there. And I, there was a lot of laughter, a lot of joke making. Um, but it was a really nice space to be in there were maybe like 20 people in a room everyone's sort of on the same page of like openness and like let's try this like fun thing we don't know that much about and we're all like-minded in that we're thinking outside the box so it was like a lovely experience even though i may or may not have fucked it up for everyone else but see but you got out of it what you're supposed to get from one of the yeah. things, one of the main things I always tell people about kink and BDSM and the fetish lifestyle is, a lot of it is not the actual fetish or the action itself. It's the embracing and the warmth of having like-minded people around you, people who won't judge you yeah. and are just like looking to kind of explore like you are. It's something. About, it's like a like a nice little support system that we don't normally get. Yeah. In normal everyday life. Yeah, I mean, can I tie a knot now? Absolutely not, but. <laughs> A fun couple hours. Don't worry, I will teach her a basic hitch notch. <laughs> I will, try, I will, I will Good get luck. her there. I will get her to the <laughs> basics. Um. So, so what made you want to take the class? Let's let's talk, let's talk about the class. I think just like this journey, you know, I'm I'm trying new things. I want to learn. You know, not to say that like I'm going to be fully like a rope person after said class but like why not try it like it's an entry-level beginner class it's something I've dabbled in with photo shoots and it was in a safe space like I know Ryan we're friends and like I knew it would be supportive and healthy and not like weird um so I think just in the vein of like fuck it let's see what happens so now do you feel like after this first little taste Mm -hmm. do you feel yourself going this may be something a little interesting I may I mean, when I dabble in every once in a while on the side, or is it like, uh, I gave it a try, eh, it may not be my speed. Yeah, no, I think in conclusion, someone else is going to have to tie all the ropes, but I will <laughs> happily stand and or lay there while they do all the work. There you go. If you can't do one thing, you can surely easily do the other thing. How did your friend like it? Oh, we had the best time. It was ridiculous. He So he's very, like, conservative and has, like, a very buttoned-up job and, you know, is lovely and hilarious, but, like, not into, like... Well, not not into, but has not experienced, ah. you know, such things. So, but he was, like, excited to go and just to see what happened. And the two of us were just, like, giggling the whole time. He was also... It was hilarious because... He's one of those people who's, like, naturally good at everything, and I expected him to just be like... There's always a roadblock for somebody. But he failed miserably, too. And so it was funny to me that, like, he was so frustrated, and then the two of us were just, like, joking and laughing, and it was great. It was just, like, cute and fun. That's that's that's, that's how it should be. Yeah. It should be. You should be able to have fun. I always go, if you're not laughing during encounters like that or giggling then, you know, you're at the wrong thing. Yeah. You're doing the wrong thing. You should have fun. Leading up to it, he kept... So, since we don't have our own, like, materials, you could purchase, like, an entry-level rope package. Did you... 
Did you get yourself a rope package? Well, he paid for it, so it resides somewhere in his... <laughs> but yes, we collectively... But he couldn't get over um, the package specifically on paper included 90 feet of rope. And he was like, 90 feet? Like, he just Listen. kept mentioning the 90 feet. And he was like, this is overwhelming. I will tell you from experience, I when I first started doing rope tying, I did 30 feet. And I'm like, oh, that should be enough. That should be more than enough. 30 feet is not enough. 60 feet is not. 90 feet, if you want to do intricate it's stuff. It's entry level, I guess. It's entry level. That yeah. 90 feet is like a good starting point. I have <laughs> some jute, which is kind of more, more like more like coarse type of rope. Yeah, and I, I have a lot like about different like 160 fabrics. feet of that. And that's just, that's, that's too much. That's <laughs> a lot. To keep that thing untangled, it drives me nuts. Yeah. There's a happy medium in there somewhere. Well, he kept untying and, like, doing it crassly and, like, accidentally whipping me in the face. Like, you got you to gotta watch that, right? You got to watch that. You got to watch for rope, rope burn. Some people, yeah. when they untie, they like to we didn't slow get drag. Part. Okay. <laughs> so, for people who, know, who are wondering, when you tie somebody, when you untie them, a lot of people love the sensation of the rope going against the skin. But some people do it too fast, so you end up with rope burn, which is... Not fun. Yeah, it looks like all. you were in prison yes. for a minute. I mean, for <laughs> some people, that may be the thing. That may be a thing for some people. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, for other people, you know. Right. It incites some, some unwanted questions. Maybe. Yes. <laughs> As someone who bruises easily, yeah. I can attest to that. So now you also started up a page. Mm-hmm. I did. I've done literally on, nothing with on, it. On our favorite site. Yeah. Not OnlyFans. All right. Another site. FetLife. FetLife, which is like the... I call it like the Facebook for fetish people. Yeah. Have you had a chance to explore yet? No, I have not literally done anything. Oh, my God. I can't wait for you to explore it because it's almost like going into a candy store as a candy junkie. Yeah. And just like, oh, my, what, what the, I, I, it's too much. Yeah, it's overwhelming, I think. And, like, not that I don't want to delve into that, but, like, I have enough going on in my <laughs> private, like, personal social life. We don't have to add more chaos to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I got enough, uh balancing that I'm doing right now, but perhaps it's not the right balancing. This is right. Well, That's but, what I mean when I say I need a spirit guide. Like, well, you know, we here happy with the things I have, but at the creative, we're always willing <laughs> to help walk you through the process. Just make my profile and do everything for me. Is that chill? I mean, that sounds like pretty much what normal people are. Hey, can you just <laughs> run this? Just, I'll send you stuff. Just run yeah. it. That's also my thesis when people tell me I should have an OnlyFans. I'm like, if you want to do it, I will participate. But <laughs> I will everything provide. on the back end sounds like a you problem. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's, it's, it's easy, but then it's stressful. Because a, a lot of people do it the wrong way. People, right. They post. They really post every day. I'm going to yeah. give you guys a hint. And you're not supposed to. You. I'm not that interesting. I don't have that much like, material. So you, you were like, we've shot a bunch of stuff. You have I know, but not every more. day. We, listen, <laughs> all you do is beginning of the month, you do your sets. You do maybe like four days, four times a week. Okay. One that time. Seems like a one lot. post. Okay. But you, if you go through all your pictures and you say, okay, I'm going to take this four from this. Okay, now I'm going to do the next four. Then I'm going to do the next four. By the time mm-hmm. you realize it, you've got like six months done and you're like, oh, I didn't even realize yeah. it was that easy. It's just sitting down and doing it, which is the hard part yeah. when you have chaos flying all over the place. Right. How do you feel this as of, how do you feel this would affect you as a model? The, 
thought just be out of finalizing the divorce yes um i haven't been doing that much but i think just same thing like i'm pretty free to begin with and i do have i think most of the i would say areas where i held back as a model in the past were more so from me and not the fact that i was married or my husband so i think a lot of that will maintain and stay the same but i think just like on set and personally and enjoyment wise there is like a little bit of a freeing up sensation so it's it's a little more comfortable and casual i guess like i'm not gonna just like rip it off all of a sudden and get crazy but you know it's it is more now i'm you know like the captain of the ship without anyone else trying to drive it sometimes that can be very frightening Yes, I am terrified. <laughs> but it's an experience. It's an experience yeah. that you're going to benefit from. I think so. So, all this done. All this out the way. And you haven't been modeling as much right. recently. Mm-hmm. Will we see a change of that? Or is there so much chaos coming on that it's going to be a while before you can go at it like how you used to go at it? Well, I've always been open. It's not that I'm turning away gigs. I think it's just people's interest has declined. People, you guys are missing out on an amazing model to work with. Trust me, anybody who's willing to come with me to a waterfall. Oh, that was so much fun. (laughs) And climb wet rocks. And scrape their knee on a rock yes. that you could not see under the water. Oh. Fuck that rock. Um, no, but I'm open it. to it. I think, though, what will happen is, like, with the job situation, it'll have to be, you know, a little bit more carefully scheduled and probably few and far between. Um, but we'll see. Who knows? So walk us through the process of when you finally got the paper and you... You just, you, when you both signed it, what was your mind state for that? Was there like thoughts going through your head? Was like excitement building up? Was there anxiety, nervousness? What was kind of like where your head was at during that whole process? Yeah, it's interesting. I think for me, it was just like, ugh, let's get this over with. Because like financially, not that it was contentious, but we went back and forth for a really long time about like different issues. And basically, since his family is very wealthy, he hired this, like, pit bull lawyer who, like, wanted to destroy me for no particular reason because that's what she gets paid yes. to do. Um, so I think I was just ready to get it done with, and I was exhausted and over it. That being said, my lawyer is the cutest little funny adorable man of all time, so it was really nice having him there because we were, like, laughing and, like, because my ex's lawyer is, like, mean and, like, you know, very curt and uncomfortable. So it was nice to have him and, like, you kind know, like, the, the printer off. fucked up and there was paper everywhere. And, like, we had a good chuckle about that, which was nice. So for me, I think it really not... I was surprised at how little emotion I felt other than let's just get this fucking done and taken care of. But when... It, so my ex and I walked out of the courthouse together and he was like shedding a little couple baby tears on the way. And it like 
broke my heart and it was also very unexpected because he's been I don't want to say like cold but very like there's been a wall a clear wall up lately that is upsetting to me emotionally just because I'm not like that like he still is who he's always been to me but that's his way of dealing with it and I respect that and that's fine but it's just like hard for me so for him to show like that sadness of like that chapter ending was very sweet and meant a lot to me and I think I handled it poorly because I was just so taken aback by it. I was like, are you crying? And I was like, no, it's okay. It's, it's really nice. Sorry. But I think, uh, so right now I'm just in like logistics mode, right? I'm just trying to figure out, because I'm the one who has to make all the changes and figure out my shit. And it's a lot. So right now that's what I'm thinking about. But I think the day that I move out of our house is really when it's going to hit me. That's going to be a tough day with a lot yeah, of emotion. Cause then once you, cause once that's you, it. Yeah. And like not for nothing, I designed that house over the course of like two and a half years and it's my baby. So not only am I leaving my husband, I'm also leaving like our forever home and everything that would have come with it. So that's going to be a heavy day. It's, 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 it's a reality. Yeah. It's a tough, tough reality. Yeah. And it's best for both of us. And we both know that, but yeah, it is still, there's a lot of weight behind all of these decisions. Now, why have you been going through this? Have you been dating? Have you been testing the waters? Have you been dipping your toe in? Or have you been pretty much playing this safe throughout the whole <laughs> process? Safe. Never Listen, I'm trying to be professional <laughs> as possible. Never matter. Um, I don't like to call it dating because to me, dating implies an end goal of landing in a relationship, which is not what I want right now Mm -hmm. or possibly ever. So I like to call it hanging out, which I, yes, have been doing, um, which is fun and nice. It can be complicated. Uh, but you know, I try to be very upfront and clear about like where I am and what I'm all about and the potential that is literally nothing and try to make sure people are on board with that at the jump because I don't you know I don't want any false pretense or people getting upset or whatever so yes to answer your question I have been hanging out I wouldn't call it dating but hanging out yeah how will this change how you've been hanging out so far um or does there be no real change no I think during the course of like the legal bullshit I very much stuck to my comfort zone of hanging out with like people who had been friends or acquaintances or been in my life which is nice because you know you know them you know that they're not trying to like do anything crazy you trust them it's comfortable um but at this point like I'm ready to kind of branch out and meet new people which is I don't know how People, like, online date, I feel like that's, like, Murderville Central. I I will, I don't think I will ever online date. First of all, it was before my time, so I'm, like, I don't even know how to do it, and it's, I don't think I'll ever do that. But even just, like, going out and meeting new people, I'm, like, is this person a psycho? Do they have a wife I don't know about? Which, like, is their problem. I don't want to be that guy. You know what I mean? So it's, like, but I, I would like to meet new people because I feel like I've kind of just stuck to my like 
comfort zone safety pool. Let's sort of test the test the safety now. Yeah. Try to stick your toe out, see if mm-hmm. that's understandable. Okay. That's understandable. Now, what about to bring the brand back in? What about your modeling? Like, do you have a clear a clearer direction of what you want to do now? Since Besides all of this, once you get a job, your time is going to be a little bit more limited. Mm-hmm. So to have a direction is probably going to be the best thing for you. Yeah. And we started thinking about, like, in your mind, like, okay, this is what I want to do with my modeling. Yeah, I mean, I think my interests are very synergistic. So people have been asking me, you know, what do you want to do for a job or career or profession? And I don't have a direct answer to that, but I do know that I would like to do something somewhat related to entertainment like I've been co-hosting this podcast and it just like brings my heart so much joy and I was gonna do a twitch channel with my friend from trivia before and it fizzled but like I love doing that so something in that vein and modeling in a way that supports that you know like I I am my brand so you know photos and imagery that reflect what I'm trying to sell in the future, be it over radio or like a book or, you know, whatever happens. Um, and other jobs that I'm interested to are kind of, they can all be related between trivia and like, I'm looking at working for a local, uh, distillery and like sales and just like a right hand woman kind of position. But I think it, it can all be tied together in a way that makes sense. So I think as far as modeling, I just want to maintain like a brand image that will serve anything I get involved in or want to do in the future. So tell us about this podcast. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I've had the wonderful opportunity to be on this podcast. Yes. In an have. amazing topic episode, which I love to do. <laughs> um, if you do say so yourself. I, I do. I mean, you know, <laughs> not to toot my own horn or anything, but yeah. you know. Toot toot a little. Um, <laughs> tell us about this podcast. Yeah, so it's based on, there's an app called Xfacts that everyone should go and download right now. Basically, um, this couple, a uh, girl and a boy who've been together for years, are coders. And they developed this app called Xfacts. The original intention behind it was to sort of have a forum where you could like rate your exes and go in and see but then they were like that just seems like a lot of hazing and negativity so i think they pivoted into more of it's like a relationship forum like where you can talk about what worked what didn't work ask questions you know discuss like the hard topics and things like that um so they reached out to me on instagram just out of the blue to do video vignettes for them promotionally which is how I met them, and I went and did a few of them, and we all just, like, kind of got along. Yeah, yeah. Um, And the girl mentioned that she had wanted to start a podcast to kind of promote the app, and that she had someone in mind for a co-host, but she thought that, like, we vibed, and would I be interested? And I was like, absolutely. Anytime I can usurp the attention from LaRue, I am obviously (laughs) all in. Um, so yeah, that's how it started and we get guests. Sometimes we don't, sometimes she and I just shoot the shit, but it's basically surrounding relationships in all different forums. So 
you know, your episode was sort of about kink. I had someone else who talked about like how polyamory didn't work for her, but she tried it. I had someone else who uh, dresses, you know, sort of gender neutral or gender nonconformist and the implications of that. And, you know, I've had people who have gotten divorced and just all kinds of different scenarios that I think everyone can, if not learn from, at least laugh when I say something stupid. What? No. <laughs> no. Well, you know, stupid funny. Oh, so that's, that's better. Yeah. Do you feel like it's like almost like a therapy for you, especially where you're at in your life's journey? Yes, for sure. Especially right now I'm in a better place, even though there's a lot of like background logistical things going on with me. But I would say a few months ago between the divorce and going back and forth with the financials. And then one of my best friends in the world passed away like unexpectedly and tragically on November 1st. And then there were a couple of other social situations that kind of fucked me up. So at that, I would say like two, three months ago, I was in a very, very dark place and just being able to kind of like vent about it. Um, you know, and I, I'm doing it direct to my co-host, but also just knowing that like other people might be listening and can probably relate to at least one of those things. There is something kind of cathartic about that. That's good. So it's always good to have out. I think people underestimate one, they underestimate therapy. Therapy is an amazing Yeah, I gotta thing go, back. To go through. <laughs> it is. Um but having an outlet also when you're going through like tough times is also like great for people. It gives you kind of like an avenue to kind of funnel that energy that mm-hmm. would normally just eat outside, eat inside of you. Yeah. So here's the big question. Uh-oh. All right, hit me. What is next for you? You're like, you're at this crossroad now where yeah. you have all these options. What, yeah. what, is, what is next for you? Well, baby steps so I don't blow my brains out because That'd be good. everything is overwhelming right now. So place of living. First, of course. Gainful employment. Second, of course. Learning how to manage finances. That's a big one. Um, but yeah, I think I'm looking... At jobs, and I almost I got tempted into um, pursuing jobs that were similar to the corporate road that I like vowed not to go down ever again. Yeah. Out of comfortability and you know financial they can be temptation, tempting. and yeah, and I'm like taking a breath now and thinking to myself, "You did that, and it didn't work. So we need to do something that's different and out of your comfort zone." If it doesn't work out, there will be something else. Like, you're True. making connections and networking, and, like, there's no bad experience. You always learn something. So I think just, like, listening more to my inner voice and trying to pursue a professional and a personal road that is more true to who I have learned that I am and who I'm still learning that I want to be. Makes sense. Makes total sense. And it's, it's good to have a good mindset like that. A lot of people during this time, mm-hmm. if they're going through this, it's just, it's hard to have a clear 
path of what you want to do. Even the baby steps, yeah. it's kind of hard. So the fact that you have your baby steps down, like you're like, okay, I want this, and I need this, and I need this, basically just to get by. You got to check the boxes yes. first. Yeah. Some people just like barrel into it like a boiler in a china yeah. shop, and then like not gonna work for no. me historically i'm like a very type a planner i know like people don't know that about me because i've been a maniac in the past few years and i seem like i fly by the seat of my pants but i actually am like a very careful like attention to detail everything needs like a plan and to be thoroughly vetted type person so there's a balance in there right like i don't have the freedom really to do that now with the types of jobs and career that i'm pursuing but at least I can try to not be sloppy about it. This is true. <laughs> so what we'll, we'll do is we'll, we'll we do these like every couple of months. Yeah. We'll do a check-in. So, semi-quarterly. Yes. We're going to do a, a <laughs> semi-quarterly check-in with you okay, and see where you're at. But we also have a shoot that we have to get to. And there's a storm coming. So I want to try to beat the storm with this. But once again, always a pleasure. You as well. You my always darling. give me like my highest listening volume, Aww. which is always. I think for like the last. I think it's just because I live in a gossipy community, and they're all like, "Ugh, just, what now?" I just want to hear. Just want to hear. Just <laughs> want to hear. Numbers are numbers. Let them, right. Listen. Let them watch. I want to get to a point where we get paid for this, and I can be like, "Hey, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just pay you for your appearances now." Yeah. Because now we're making buku bucks. But thank you once again for coming by and doing this and kind of, of giving course. us kind of a peek into your life. I know some people are very personal about that, so we appreciate I'm the fact that you're open. very open. Yeah, thank you for having me. Good. All right, guys, we got to go because it's now time to get to work. We will see you later. Space Cowboy, goodbye. <laughs>